Are you ready to take your marketing and advertising game to the next level? Join us at Advertising Week Europe at Picture House Central in London this 16th to 18th of May. Gain unparalleled insights and inspiration from the industry's top minds and network with the biggest brands and agencies in a city known for creativity and innovation. With top industry leaders from brands like Primark, Arla Foods, Uber, and Heineken. Inspiring speakers including talent supremo Simon Cowell and fashion designer Harris Reed, as well as cutting-edge insights, this is your chance to stay ahead of the curve. From AI to brand insights to the latest in tech and everything in between, Advertising Week Europe has got you covered. Join us at Advertising Week Europe and discover why it's a must-attend event for anyone in the marketing and advertising industry at any level. Register now at advertisingweek.com slash Europe and use promo code AW25 for 25% off of your passes. On today's show, I speak with Dean Rojas, president and co-founder at GAST, a TikTok-focused social creative agency. Dean discusses how TikTok has earned their reputation as the most creative and fun social platform, how brands can easily answer ROI questions and garner new customers, and how much of the coverage of U.S. government concerns around TikTok are actually leading to more usage, not less. I hope you enjoy this episode. Dean, welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you on today. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. So you are president and co-founder of GAST. Tell us what GAST does and what you do there. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're a uh, TikTok first uh, creative and media buying agency. And uh, what I do is uh, I oversee the, uh, the creative side. And then uh, my partner, Mike, um, he oversees the uh, paid media side. So we kind of join forces there and have our own little separate entities within the company. The creative side, that's got to be a certain amount of fun, I would imagine. I mean, TikTok is, without a doubt, I mean, personally speaking, I should say, I should preface that, is, I think, the most entertaining platform, so much so that no matter what other platform I'm on, I'm seeing TikTok content. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's very fun. I'm uh, currently editing uh, some people in the shower right now for, uh, for content. So uh, it's, it's always interesting. Um, and yeah, like you had just kind of said, um, all the content right now for social media, it all starts on TikTok. So like, like everything that you'll see, like maybe two weeks later, uh, like a viral video that you see on Instagram reels, like it's already pretty much over. Like the trend is over on, uh, on TikTok or, and then a month later on YouTube shorts. But, uh, so it's just like every piece of content that you see right now, it, it just really starts on TikTok. Those were very specific times that you mentioned. Is that, is that completely accurate or just kind of, you know, best guess? It's, it's a, it's a rough estimate, but it's, it's pretty accurate. There's like a meme that, uh, YouTube shorts uh, like won't get the content for like another like six months after like a trend's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, for as much as I as I, I do like longer form things on YouTube every now and then, that's that's absolutely fine with me. Um, I'm going to read a quote of yours, part of a quote of yours, and um, have you explain a little bit if that's all right. Uh, the sure. quote is: "If your TikTok CPA sucks." We can fix it because of our unique position in the market. Tell us a little bit about your unique position in the market. Yeah, definitely. Um, so kind of like the reason why we uh, started the whole agency is we saw the market fit for, because uh, we saw agencies that were doing just creative and we saw agencies that were doing just paid media. So like we have a media management agency 
and then we have a creative agency. And since we're combined into one umbrella, we're the first person, uh, like from the paid media side, if they need content, if it's start, start to see a fatigue, we ping our team and we have like the, our own tracking software to like determine if uh, like we need a little revamp on creative versus like that like disconnect that you have with a paid media manager um, agency um, or um, internal at a company. Uh, we just have that like very like fast symbiotic relationship where like everything just moves uh, like super quickly. And that's pretty much how I would say uh, like we've been so successful is uh, just like having complete control over the channel and like how, where money's going and making sure that it's being spent efficiently. Sounds incredibly efficient. When it comes to dealing with you know, brands that are interested in using TikTok for, you know, all of their fun marketing needs anyway, what is your advice to them on the creative side? I mean, it's, it's an entirely different audience, I think, than they've traditionally been used to in many cases. Mm-hmm. How does that differ on the creativity side for you? Yeah, definitely. Like it's TikTok's mantra is make uh, TikToks, not ads. So like it's, you kind of have to like rethink the way that you look at advertising as um, a consumer um, on the platform versus uh, an advertiser, say like um, on the meta platforms, like meta and uh, Instagram, you have like a very systematic uh, like view. It's uh, people come there to shop. Like it's uh, like an already an established platform for people to like it's almost become a shopping platform at this point. Uh, but TikTok, uh, people are there to like really consume media. So it's like really rethinking the way that you do creative in a way that the person will be six to eight seconds in the ad. And then they go, Oh shoot, I'm watching an ad, uh, versus on like Instagram. You just hit it with a sale 30% off, um, like on, uh, shoes like today. Um, so it's, it's like a, a different way that you kind of like want to like, control the audience, the way that the audience views your content. And what sort of metrics do you have in terms of in-app purchasing and things like that versus other platforms? Most notably, I would say Instagram. I mean, we hear a lot about mm-hmm. Instagram being this amazing shoppable platform, but if that audience isn't on Instagram, and I think there's a, a pretty good gap between them, you know, what what is the ROI like for brands? Yeah, definitely. It differs uh, brand to brand. I will say, um, Facebook um, and Instagram are still tried and true. Like CPMs or CPAs uh, hold um, month over month, uh, week over week, uh, pretty consistently. Where you see, we see a lot of volatility with the TikTok platform, and that's uh, comes with creative fatigue. So that that's just a platform that really churns out creative because instead of uh, getting a forty dollars CPM on Instagram, Facebook, you're getting a four to six dollars CPM on TikTok. So you have that frequency of the customer getting hit eight times at the ad before they really get to that purchasing point. So you do see a little bit of drop-off in metrics. We do have accounts where TikTok CPA just slams Facebook out of the water. We have ones where it's just like maybe 15% higher, but people really look at it as um, like one, a brand awareness channel and two, a conversion channel. And we're trying to kind of uh, swap it to uh, really make uh, number one, a conversion optimized channel. And of your clients, among them, a lot of brands that most of us have heard of, who is really crushing it on that side of things, you know, where, where the conversion has been high? You know, uh, probably one that uh, people aren't too familiar with is uh, Litter Robot uh, by a brand called Whisker. Um, they have like one of the most insane metrics and like ROI on a like single product that I've seen like in within like 50 accounts that I've seen the backend on, it is just a, uh, it's an automatic, uh, self-cleaning litter box. 
And it's like almost a case study within itself where people are like, oh, but our product's over $100. Um, like we're not going to be able to get it to convert. This is a $750 product. And like week over week, we've been able to like get like ROAS up to um, like past two. And then like now it's past three. So like we're seeing like pretty insane results from uh, from TikTok. And then like also on the back end, Google Analytics, we see that it's beating out Facebook even um, just with the numbers and it's just a, a really, really um, like, I don't really know how to describe it, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, as I look over at my three cats that I have, it's uh, you know, probably not a bad idea to, to take a look at that myself. Um, you know, one of the things we always hear about TikTok, and we'll kind of go into this a little bit, is, you know, on the brand side, there's seems to still be a lot of nerves. There's a lot of curiosity. There's a lot of nervousness. And I think that a lot of that is just because of, you know, the government taking position on it and things like that. Are you seeing any of that with your clients or is it just kind of, you know, I, I think of it as clickbait otherwise, but, you know, it's a little bit of both maybe. Yeah. You know, what's funny is we're actually seeing the opposite. We're getting uh, inbounded a lot more since uh, TikTok became relevant in the media. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, like what I'm thinking, cause I was talking to, um, TikTok's, uh, like internal team about this, um, last week is like the same thing happened, um, in 2020, um, like when it was also like happening and popped up in the news, I think it's, and like the hypothesis is that it's FOMO, like people don't want to miss out on the platform while it's still here and just like take advantage of like, like, Hey, like, uh, why is the government cracking down on it? Like, why is, uh, like meta or why are meta platforms, um, so concerned about this? Like, like it, why is it taking so much like share and ad dollars from them? And then just like, it's just created like a general interest and buzz around the platform again. Uh, cause it is the wild west for advertising. Like you can try out concepts like it's 2014 Facebook and, uh, they'll work and they'll be able to like run and ride and get some pretty insane bro as. That's an interesting comparison to kind of take it back to, yeah, you know, it's, it's really, it's the platform that Facebook was, you know, way back when. Looking ahead, what are your predictions for how the platform will evolve, assuming it stays with us? And I think it will. I mean, I'm not sure what your feelings are, but where uh, do you see it evolving over time? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we just met with um, the uh, product team um, at TikTok and got to look at their roadmap um, for 2023 um, and into 2024. And like right now, it's just, becoming more of an established ad platform is where it's going to become in the next couple of years. And like what I mean by established, I do consider it established right now, but yeah. established in the sense of fully flushed ad products um, that are going to like really compete uh, with Meta's um, ad products. And that's what's on the roadmap. There's a lot of AI that's being integrated. Uh, and that's like uh, one of the pieces that they're rolling out right now is uh, just giving like AI to suggest where like cuts should be in videos for like better performance and better uh, like average watch time to keep like viewer attention. Um, it just really the future of it is going to be really finalizing and like uh, getting down to the nitty gritty of ad products and uh, taking like input from advertisers like us uh, to like see where our pain points are and actually like move on that pretty quickly, which is a really cool thing that they're doing. In a unofficial and completely unscientific internal survey of my household, which includes numerous young people, one of the one of the things that comes up often as a negative for Instagram, because many of these, well, many of those surveyed, of which you know, full transparency, we're, we're only talking like three or four people here. Many of them left Instagram for TikTok because of the sheer number of ads on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you see TikTok avoiding that same potential pitfall? Yeah, I think the way that they're avoiding it and like are currently is uh, like encouraging the advertisers to like 
not make ads to make TikToks, to like keep the ads engaging and not like too salesy. And I think that's a, a way because like you might like not notice it, but like you're getting hit with an ad every um, like five swipes that you have. And like versus Instagram, I mean, you're getting hit with an ad every like two to three swipes. That's it's just become like uh, like an, a shopping platform at this point. Uh, but yeah, with uh, with TikTok, we'll see. We'll see what's to come. Uh, it's right now. I think they have it almost there. Uh, but like in the next year, I think it'll be perfected as a platform to where it's not going to lose customers based on uh, on advertising, over-advertising. And last question, and hopefully this is a fun one. If you were to pick a favorite TikTok creator, and you can have a tie if you want, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. Hold on. Let me pull up my phone and look up. Because uh, <laughs> I, like, I like to look at uh, some like, pretty just like ridiculous uh, like obscure people on tiktok because like that just entertains me i like the like more just like raw meme humor of people on tiktok um there's this guy <laughs> his name is mr clutch will and he just posts these videos of him like i it's it's one of those things that like you can't describe it it's it's like a, a gen z humor that like if you show it to anybody that's over the age of yeah i'd say 30 that they'd go like hey what's that <laughs> so just kind of like you have to look at it and then you might not understand it but it, it gives me it gives me a laugh well i i will definitely check it out despite my being over 30 i'll, I'll check it out anyway. i try and keep in touch with some of this stuff just to uh you know pretend that i'm still relevant in my 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 older years here but if, oh, if people... i try to i try to i'm <laughs> i'm i'm getting cl closer and closer to not being able to understand this <laughs> <laughs> If people want to find out more about Gast, where would they go? Uh, you can just go to our website. Uh, it's just gastagency.com. Um, you can learn a little bit about our services there. Um, we do have um, our packages on the website and some work examples and then uh, some of the previous clients that we've worked with as well. Excellent. Well, Dean, I thank you for taking the time. This has been great. I enjoy talking about TikTok because it's one of those things that I think our industry really wants to embrace, but just doesn't quite know sometimes how to do so. So this has been great. Definitely. No, yeah, I enjoy talking about it. Yeah, if you ever want to talk about TikTok, I mean, love talking about it. It's all I talk about all day. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing to it, sharing it with your colleagues, or leaving a positive review of it on your podcast platform of choice.